Good morning, America. I'm Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Pren. And we are coming to you pre-recorded with a week six preview and a week five recap of the NFL football. You know, we got a lot of things going on this week. We had a lot of things going on last week. We're going to get right into it because there's too much to talk about and there's too much money to be made because once again, as predicted, my live alert hits and saves my week. And without it, I would have been the worst gambler in the United States. But with it, (laughs) I'm middle of the road. We're going to get into that and so much more right now on the Betsy Spot. Am I allowed to say good morning, America? Yeah, why not? I feel oh, like, like a trademark thing? I feel like it's trademark. But you want to know what? We're going to roll with it. And if yeah. uh, they want to sue me, take me to court. All right? <laughs> Literally take me to court. Whoever owns good morning, America. It's probably Michael Jackson. He owns everything else. Um, moving on to NFL football week six. Okay? Um, last week, I pretended to like the slate. And I didn't, and that's on me, Uh, even though I came, like, so close to going undefeated. Uh, But that's what happens when you put long odds parlays in. You usually get snake bit if you don't take your payout options, which, of course, I did not do because I'm not a pussy. Um, that, That was a tough week, but this week I'm obsessed with the slate. I feel amazing about it. And thanks again to my live alert pick. I still have some units in the bank that I can deploy this weekend Uh, (laughs) and, and I plan on it. Let's just get right into it because there was one game that ruined a few things for me and I Mm. should have listened to my co-host and I didn't listen to my co-host and the bills went over to England, which turns out does provide a bit of jet lag because they were abysmal in the first quarter and yep. the Jags just beat the brakes off, uh, you know, one of the leaders in the AFC. Pren, how'd you see that coming? You know, as someone that travels a ton, it really does take a toll on you. When you go from one continent and continent, continent, sure. Yeah. Country no, to another. Yep. Well, they're, no, they, they are continents. We're in North <laughs> yeah, America yes, we're, and then yep. the, England's in Europe. So that's, it's yes, both the that's countries two and of continents. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yep. we got it. Um, when you go from one to another, the elevation, you've got to go higher than usual. And I actually watched this game on a plane, 6 a.m. on a flight, wow. dialed in. And um, yeah, my the other thought process, too, is that I don't think the Jags would have agreed to playing two back-to-back games in mm-hmm. London if they weren't going to have some sort of competitive advantage. Roger Goodell had the pick and the fix. and um, don't sue me NFL if we're on like the suing train this morning, but I just lots of, lots of lawsuits happening on the bench. Lot, lots of lawsuits. Today. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I had a gut feeling and I went with it and the bills had a humbling, humbling game and the Jags came out on top. Andy Dick won. So Andy Dick looked outstanding. Um, I mean, if, if, that's not his Halloween costume. I don't know what is. Quick, uh, quick tangent. I want to go on. I want to let everybody know. I'm being the apparently kid for Halloween. We are <laughs> going to do a Halloween episode. So, Pren, you're going to have to start thinking about your costume. Uh, if you don't know who the apparently kid is, um, I think his name is Noah Ritter, and he's a little red-haired kid that had uh, had a really funny kind of live TV performance and and kind of parlayed that into being an Ellen show regular. So I'll be the apparently kid. We don't know who, maybe you can be the, I like turtles kid. Ooh, uh, that'd be a fun one. That's pretty good. So just keep internet that, you know, sensations only. Yeah. Internet sensations only. We don't know who Mike's going to be yet, but we'll figure it out. Uh, anyways, back to football. Let's recap these bets here. We kind of got started there. The bills money line killed my five way teaser. All I needed them to do was win the game. I took them down uh, from six to even, and they absolutely blew it. So I was uh, all but one there. And in a similar situation, 
um, in the quad dog parlay, Texans take the lead with two minutes left and Desmond Ritter leads a game winning drive. Uh, didn't see that one coming. Didn't love that at all because the Steelers win, the Jets win, and the Raiders win. And I was right there, you know, yeah. on my girl yeah. dinner bet. I was right there in the quad dog. Uh, it was plus 2132. I was, God, I was sweating that game. Um, and it's just too bad because the Raiders were an absolute lock. I knew that coming into this one. Uh, and, and then, you know, I also had the Eagles and the Jets, uh, lined up and the commanders blew it. So, um, I am so close. And one of the strategies you may want to do, if you want to tail my bets, and I think that you should is take out whatever game I'm the most confident in, uh, <laughs> get rid of that this week. It's the Broncos. We'll get into that. I, I, I don't want to spoil the pod, but I'm back to the Broncos. Um, we're gonna i'm all the way back uh we're gonna get we're gonna get into that as well um but the bills over also missed so you know my third best bet it wasn't there more of the story is i was over three um in over four if you count the girls dinner bet uh the bills over probably should have hit it didn't the commander's money line was never close they stink uh i am on them this week too don't ask me why Uh, (laughs) and you know the jets we had the jets dialed we both had the jets dialed so yeah. you actually won some money, which I did, was, which was nice to see. Uh, and you also I got did. by a few games. You love a player prop. Uh, I love a player prop. I do. I so this week I feel like was the first week in the NFL where the 1 p.m. game witching hour actually turned into something. I feel mm. like a lot of these games over the last couple of weeks, we've been able to see where they're going to land, which is making live betting incredibly lucrative but the witching hour 1 p.m witching hour really fucked me and it got you too because i did tail your quad dog bet and i was watching that game and the steelers took the lead and the texans took the lead and then the texans blew it um but if we're recapping my pet my bet so cash jags money line for plus 210 Mm -hmm. um if if you were following my first and prime takes of last week and you were live betting the over for this game at one point the line was at 30 i want to say to bet over it was incredibly low because they weren't a stalemate for like two hours straight there where no one scored (laughs) and then at the end it went right right up so um i personally didn't take that live bet because i was on a plane my wi-fi was going in and out Mm. um but if you listened to me and you felt confident about the over in that game, the game over, and you live bet it, you won some money. So at least I got that bet. It's the only one I won of the week. Um, Vikings, we'll take that. I don't even, we'll take it. We'll take it. A win is win. Um, the Vikings, I don't even want to say that the Vikings fucked me because they didn't. It was the refs. The Chiefs are constantly getting bailed out. That's mm-hmm. a fact. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't consider it. That's what we like to call on this podcast, girl math. I don't consider that a loss because my, my, the team that I was riding with didn't That's fail fair. me. The rest failed me. Um, Niners obviously embarrassed the Cowboys. Uh, didn't get the parlay though, because the Vikings did not win. Um, and then my third track bet Cardinals, Eagles, Jets, money line, Jets were a lock. Eagles were a lock. The Eagles game. That was a fun game to watch. I really like seeing the Rams um, in competitive mode. They're a really scrappy team, but Eagles got the win. Cardinals, like Bengals, finally decided to step up after mm. I switched my stance on them. I'm defending Joe Burrow left and right. I give up on him, and all of a sudden, Jamar Chase has three touchdowns in one game. He's always he's open. He's always fucking open. Calling himself Seven oh. Eleven is elite self nickname. Yeah, <laughs> that it. That's elite self nickname. And then breaking the franchise record for receptions in a game after you say I'm always fucking open is like drop your dick on the table hammer time uh do the dance wear the baggy pants you're the man um so that's that that was really nice to see and it's funny how volatile the nfl is because i mean it's just like if someone were to make an edit of our takes week to week on this show 
I mean, it's a fucking roller coaster, but that's what the <laughs> league is. And it's about what predicting. It it's about predicting whether or not that roller coaster is going to do some corkscrews or fucking go up and down or you're going through a tunnel, you yeah. misted. Um, yeah. there's a lot going on. You're getting thrown up by the kid in front of you. What's the photo look like when you get out? You're gonna buy the photos, you're gonna try to take one with your cell phone. There's a lot of moving parts here, right? Um, and the and, and I guess what I'm trying to say is we don't know week to week what's going to happen. All we're yeah. attempting to do is predict it. And yeah. uh, there's zero consistency in, in what we're doing here. So I'm back on the Bengals. I Simple think I have it. to be too. I think I have to be too. Let's, let's, let's do a little friendly wager right now. The Bengals mm -hmm. this week, the Bengals game this week is going to be a good one. It's on my live alerts, which we'll get to later. I didn't write down any live alerts. I'm going to riff them off, but it's against the Seahawks who I am hot on i love the seahawks this year mm -hmm. and i honestly don't know who i want to win more i'm not going to bet on this flat out in a live live bet it but if burrow it has it has to be somewhat of a blowout we can define what a blowout means maybe we'll let the audience in the instagram comments define it but if the Bengals blow out the seahawks i will wear my big dick joe shirt on next yeah. week's <laughs> that's yeah. what i'll do <laughs> yeah so i i think i think a blowout is anything over two scores yeah so in 16 being still within two scores so because obviously two touchdowns two two-point conversions now yeah. in the context of a game as well garbage time touchdowns those things do generally tend to matter but if you were just going to look at scores I think it's 17 or more is, is a full on ass kicking. Um, and that's usually, I mean, it can be 17 and you win the game by 10, but they scored, you know, with 30 seconds left and it's just, you subs are in and it's, they're just, you know, in a two minute drill with a backup quarterback and kid gets lucky. That happens a lot. Yeah. Um, I think three scores is like, you never had a chance. Yeah. Uh, and so I would I would say if that's what the bet's going to be, Bengals by seventeen or more, Big Dick Joe shirt. Yep, I think that's, that's kinda, fair. I think that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. All right, lock it uh, in. Lock it in. You heard it here first, and we're just going to get right into it. Um, we've listened to the viewers. They've said we didn't come here to uh, listen to you talk about Jamar Chase's giant dong okay <laughs> we came here to tail your bets and we're gonna get into that before our best bets with everyone's favorite segment we're gonna run the hurry up offense tonight too it's first in print and it's happening right now First and Pren, we're back, baby. Uh, real quick before we get into our hurry-up offense, I want to throw something out there. Me and Mike talked about this in the pre-pre-show. I don't understand why more teams don't do this. You ever seen a team that sucks go into a two-minute drill, similar to what the Atlanta Falcons did this week, and just look like world beaters and wonder to yourself, hmm, I wonder why more teams that suck don't try to even the playing field by just running the fucking two-minute drill the entire game. You can't beat this team. They're better than you if you try to play them straight up. You need to look for an edge. And to me, it kind of goes to like coaching ego where they're just like really stuck in the idea that if they go, you know, helmet on helmet, they can somehow gain an edge here. If you're outmanned, why not try to find an edge in a two-minute drill where you're forcing no substitutions and you're putting yeah. pressure on the defense and you're potentially tiring them out and you're just letting your guys play backyard football for the most part. Uh, yeah. If you're going to lose, go down swinging is my, is my argument. And I don't know why more people don't do that. Um, That's a good point. There was um, a, a Super Bowl. It was either a Super Bowl or a championship game a couple years ago. I can't remember what it was. It might've been the Rams. Bucks NFC championship in 2021 but there was one team that did that they just kept lining up and lining up and lining up and lining up and if if I'm thinking it correctly and it was the Rams Bucks 
that was probably the reason why we were getting our asses beat 31 to three, <laughs> but some teams do it. It's rare, but it's fun to see. Um, uh, like from the yeah. beginning, from the beginning, fuck the run, right? Like everyone's like, we got to establish the run so we can establish the play action pass. How about you establish the pass so that they'd stop fucking coming after you and they yeah. got to drop coverage and then you establish the run. Like yeah. throw it in reverse if you're not a very good team because if you're using the same game script as the other team and they're better than you, you are going to lose. That's yeah. just how that's how it plays out. Why not try to win the turnover battle uh, and see if you can get some quick points? That's that's kind of my take before we get into first and pren. But we're into first and pren. And speaking of the hurry up offense, I'm gonna lead us off and I'm gonna fucking fly through these things. We're gonna try it this way because. We didn't do so good in our bets last week, so we're going to switch it up. We're not going to get stuck in our ways. We're not going to be stubborn. So it's first down, and I've got not only a take, but also a bet that goes along with that take. Mm. It's first and Pren. I've got the ball, and I'm saying this right now. The NFC runs through the Eagles and the 49ers. And all throughout the season, I will be sprinkling on Eagles, 49ers, NFC champs and Super Bowl champs over and over and over again. Anytime I get some units in there, I'm going to drop a unit on both of these teams. I did this last year uh, with the Chiefs and the Bengals, and it worked out. Uh, I'm going to do it again with these two teams. I think they're the best two teams, not only in the NFC, but I think they're the most complete two teams in all of the NFL. And I yeah. think without injury, knock on wood, not only does the NFC run through these two teams, but they'll meet in an NFC championship game and the Super Bowl will run through the NFC. I'm looking at the AFC. I'm looking at a Chiefs team that looks unimpressive. I'm looking at a mm -hmm. Bills team that looks unimpressive. I'm looking at a Dolphins team that hinges completely on Tua staying healthy. I don't think he can do that. The Chargers yeah. look terrible. The the AFC uh, North is abysmal. Mm -hmm. um, I don't see a team right now in the AFC that can compete with either one of these teams, especially after what we saw both of them do, you know, Eagles get a win over a scrappy Cooper cup uh, returning Rams team. And yep. the Niners absolutely beat the brakes off the Cowboys. So that's my first down. I think honestly, that is, that's probably an eight yard gain. Uh, so we're at second and short here. We're on the ball. We're running right through this. We talked about this a little bit. It's leading into all my bets. I said I would never do it again in week three. I'm going back to the well. Do not quote me. Uh, I can change my mind. I have free will. The NFL has bailed out the Chiefs in back-to-back -back weeks. People are starting to chirp about it. That's there true. was three penalties on a fourth down. Three. There was roughing the passer. There was pass interference in the end zone. Ball should have been at the one with a first down. And then the fucking guy took his helmet off. All three flags were picked up, and they just That's ridiculous. Said, Game over. You That's can see the ref on the sideline mouthing to him, "Put your helmet back on." If you're insane. saying it, you got to throw it. It's a penalty. It's ridiculous. It's a penalty in every yeah. scenario, and a lot of people are saying, "Well, there it would it was a turnover on downs because there was no pass interference called, so that penalty would be assessed to the Chiefs after they get the ball." But at that point, the flag had been thrown. Right. So there was pass interference. He took his helmet off. Then they picked the flag up. So that's a bit of a gray area between whether or not there was a change of possession, because in a change of possession, a unsportsmanlike um, penalty is enforced after the change of possession. Right. The change of possession yeah. happens. The unsportsmanlike comes in. It's assessed after the change of possession. There hadn't been a change of possession yet because there was a flag down. So I'm not sure what the rules were there, but you can't miss P.I. in the end zone. And uh, an obvious roughing the passer call in a league that's trying to protect the quarterbacks in a game that's coming down to it. Moral of the story, Vegas likes the Chiefs a lot. Uh, I think America likes the Chiefs a lot. That was yeah. that was your kind of take there is that T yeah. Swift has shifted uh, shifted the refs a little bit. And I don't disagree with it, but I think it's gotten so much attention. Can't happen three weeks in a row. I'm no. back on the Broncos. I'm back on the Broncos. I said I, I said I wouldn't do it, but I'm back on the Broncos. Short week for Kelsey, who's a little bit injured. Uh, the Chiefs don't look very good. And I went back through these Bronco games, and I looked at them, and I'm like, 
excluding the 50-point blowout loss, they haven't played bad football. And this is like another one of those divisional shit fights where it's like 10 and a half is just way too many points for me. I can't get behind it. I don't think they're that bad. Uh, So I'm loading up on the Broncos. My third down. I want to, I want to jump in here real quick. um, Cause I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I think is interesting. If we're looking at the T swift angle of it all, Kelsey's hurt. Kelsey's hurt. He's got he's got that high ankle sprain. Of course, he came back to score a touchdown because his ego can't take the blow of riding the bench. But I don't. The NFL has got to catch on at some point. Like they can't keep bailing this team out. And if Kelsey is hurt, it's going to open some of those receivers wide open. No pun intended. For a fun anytime TD, I still think it's going to be a bit of a dogfight because Chiefs aren't going to go down without it. Mahomes won't allow it. Brittany Mahomes certainly won't allow it. I no. don't, I don't hate it. But if you are, um, if you're a girly girl, you're new to this podcast, you're trying to catch up, you're paying attention because of Taylor Swift, bet against her this week. Bet against her this week. She's not going to be there either because she's mm-hmm. going to be in LA for the premiere of her um, Taylor Swift Eras tour in theaters. So she's not going to be at that game. She won't no. be there. She'll be on She'll a be private there. jet polluting the airways. Yep. Um, it's third down. I'm going back to one of the better performances we've seen out of any receiver, although there was three that did it this week. DJ Moore was one of them. Chase had yep. three. Kittle had three. Uh, Moore had three. I'm taking DJ Moore anytime touchdown. It's at plus 110 right now. It will not be there at kickoff. So if yeah. you want to hop on this right now, DJ Moore anytime touchdown is an absolute lock. And I want you to look at the – I haven't seen prop lines out for this yet at the time of this recording. Tua over passing yards against a lowly Panthers defense is an absolute free bet. They are going yeah. to get loose. And no aching, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, so Mozart – Achan. Uh, Echan or so yeah. Mostert, Mostert, Mustard, whatever that his fucking name is, <laughs> uh, is going to be getting the bulk of the carries and receptions out of the backfield. Um, and well, Achan, a, Achan's out. He's out for the next couple of weeks. He got. That's injured. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So oh, he's oh, oh. yeah. So without him there, I think they lean heavily mm-hmm. on an aerial assault. And I love to over passing yards. As soon as that line comes out, I'm going to pound the over. Um, and I'm probably going to pair it in a parlay with DJ Moore anytime touchdown. So that'll be a player prop uh, parlay. That's my third and fourth down separately, but also combined for fifth down. That's my first and Pren. We're moving on to the founder of this segment. It's Ashley Pren. Who you got first down? You got the ball. We're running. Hurry up. First down, it, it kind of tails. Um a little bit, you know, one of your takes, but with uh, DJ Moore, this needs to be a get right game or, you know, a I can still do this game for the Bears. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, Jesus Christ, Justin Fields <laughs> cemented his place in the NFL last week. And that was a must win for him personally, in my opinion. And he blew it out of the water. He defended his right to be here. But they need to keep riding that train. And with Justin Jefferson out for the Vikings, he's going to be out for Mm -hmm. a couple weeks. Kirk Cousins isn't getting any help from the NFL. DJ Moore popped off last week. I think the Bears get a win over the Vikings. I think the Vikings take the season-long L and realize that they just need to rebuild. Maybe they trade Kirk away because he's getting old. Um, The Vikings are not going to win this game. It's not going to happen. Moving on to second down. The Giants have mm-hmm. landed themselves on my continue to bet against list. Um, the only place where that did not help me this past week was that I accidentally took the spread at 16 and a half twice. I didn't accidentally take it at 16 and a half. I accidentally took it twice at 16 and a half. And mm-hmm. um, Dolphins could have kicked, could have saved my ass, and they didn't do that. However, the Giants are just absolutely abysmal. I mean, horrible. They're really, bad. They're They're really, really bad. bad. And the Bills, 
coming off a loss in London are pissed. They they had a lot of injuries that game. They're going to be pissed off. Diggs, we saw him throwing the Microsoft on the sideline overseas. Overseas, you don't conduct yourself like that overseas. They are just hate throwing Microsoft. There. The whole company's getting tossed. <laughs> whole companies, whole companies getting tossed. Awesome. Um, I think I think the Giants are going to get whooped by the Bills this week. Um, mm. These these two takes, these two downs, I think are fun to sprinkle on top of any parlay you're going to build. That's how I built out my first in print this week. Yep. Um, easy takes that you can sprinkle into a parlay for quick money. Um, moving, moving to third down. Now this is a, this is a hot take. What I'm about to say. This is a hot take. Dak Prescott is not your guy, Dallas. I'm sorry. He's not, he's just not. That was so embarrassing. I was going into that game and I was like, you know what? This might actually be a good primetime game. And I was wrong. Um, in the post-game interviews, he said something like, that was the most humbling game I've had in a really long time. That is not the only humbling game that they've had this season. So I think it's Herbert time. I'm really yeah, getting shut out by, uh, by the Cardinals probably should have. Yeah. Yeah. Humble, I think, I think that would there. be a lot more humbling than getting shut out by an undefeated team, but you know, to each his own, even that statement alone, I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Um, I like what I see from Justin Herbert. I hate what I see from their coach, but Austin Eckler is expected to play again this week. So yep. I, he's back I, in our lineup. He's back in back, our lineup. He's back. He's, you got, you got that fantasy alert too. <laughs> he's back. He's back. And I lost, I don't know about you, but my fantasy team this week, fucking bad, real bad. Didn't even break a hundred points. Anyways. Um, I like the chargers this week and I just, I really don't like Dallas and I don't think Dak Prescott is your guy. Mike McCarthy also made a statement this week of, you know, um, someone asked if they were considering benching Dak, which they did. They put in Cooper Rush. Um, and he was like, no, of course not. Our best chances of winning a Super Bowl are with Dak Prescott, which means that they don't have any chances at all. Yeah, so they're out. They're out. They're out. They're out. Moving on to fourth down, it has to happen. It's a lock. Um, I'm tailing DD's NFC take Niners and Eagles will see another undefeated week uh the AFC looks terrible Niners and Eagles are up against opponents that they're easily going to smash um and again I think it's an easy sprinkle to any parlay that you're building this week well I just got a uh I just put one together for you it's the first in Pren parlay and it looks a lot like well it doesn't look a lot like it it looks like this it looks like uh bears money line bills against the spread chargers money line eagles money line niners money line wow that's that actually your, i mean very that's similar your to my yeah that, that's, that's your that's your first impression parlay yeah that uh, sounds actually a lot like something that i have in tracks backs which we'll get to next um what is the spread right now for the bills uh, I think it's somewhere around 13 and a half, maybe 14 and a half. I'll pull it up here real quickly uh, because I can do this really fast because they've made gambling borderline too easy. Um, but we're definitely not going to talk about that on this podcast. Uh, give me one second to stall for another moment. And we are looking at for the bills. We've got them favored against the Giants at home, minus 14, minus 110. Um, don't love that line. No. But Not yet, if you least. think if you think they're gonna get smashed, you think they're gonna get smashed. Uh, the other the thing with what, the Giants that is frustrating is that they don't they don't do anything week over week to cheat like their coaching staff when they were getting no, they're interviewed. tanking they're tanking they know danny yeah. dimes isn't their guy they're tanking for caleb williams and he straight up said i won't play there so i don't know i don't know why they're doing that but that's that's what they're doing um oh. and that's i guess gonna be what they continue to do which doesn't make a ton of sense to me but no. if we don't love that line what i think we do instead of that 
is we just throw it all in a uh, money line parlay, which is, you know, you got a couple dogs in there. The odds should get pretty up there. And if I can find Philly, which I just did, it comes in at plus 857. Um, So that's that's a decent that's a decent bet is the is the first impren parlay money line parlay plus 857 it's uh it's bears it's chargers um it's bills it's eagles and it's 49ers at plus 857 first impren parlay that is not a tracked bet these are our tracked bets because we're <laughs> getting into tracked bets for week 6 right now Let's ping pong these things back and forth. Let's do it how we traditionally do it, which is starting with the bets with the least odds and moving up to the bets with the highest odds. My lowest odds this week, plus 300. Big teaser guy. I'm the big tease. This is a Pentagon (laughs) dog seven-point teaser. That's right. Wow. Five underdogs all getting points, all getting uh, lifted above a full score. I like the Titans plus 11, the Commanders plus 9, I'm with you on the Bears plus 9.5, the Jets plus 13.5, and and the Broncos plus 17.5. Will the Broncos break my heart on Thursday night football and leave me out of contention for most of my bets? Uh, Only time will tell. (laughs) Out of contention. I love that that most of your bets are riding on the backs of the broncos that's uh-huh wow. and i mean we could someone can pull audio or i guess video from i believe it's week three where i say i will never bet on this football team again uh and now here i am currently with my foot in my mouth so uh <laughs> that that's my that's my first one it's the pentagon dog seven point teaser uh titans commanders bears jets and broncos can't stop betting on these horses baby <laughs> Brian, what's your first tracked bet? My first tracked bet is coming in at plus 269. This should be a lock. I've got the Miami total over. They're over right now is at 30 points. They're going to breeze past that. Miami total over parlayed with Raiders money line. I'm taking DD's Raiders. Philly money line plus 269. Easy money. Mm -hmm. Cash it now. What's done is done. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the Patriots, and we will in our our cheat sheet. We'll definitely Mm -hmm. get there. That Let's save it there. I don't even want to talk about it. It's too much. It it hurts too bad, even though I kind of hate them. I'm a weird fan. Um, We'll get to why I dislike them soon. Um, I'm going back to uh, a four-way all-favorites parlay. It's plus 457. Niners, Lions. Rams, Cowboys. I am against you in the Chargers game. Although although I believe Dak Prescott is not the guy. Yeah. I do not believe in this coaching staff for the Chargers. It is abysmal. And I I think they will find a way to fuck this up. They have so much talent. Yeah. Eckler's back. They're at home. And they're still two and a half point dogs. I don't know. Vegas is looking at something. Plus, George Kittle with the fuck Dallas or Dallas sucks or fuck Dallas or whatever it was. That shirt, they're going to be in that locker room. And I feel like they're going to, this is like a identity game for the Cowboys because if they go back to, if they lose back to back games and to to a kind of a lowly AFC non contender, in my opinion, I know Herbert's Herbert, but. This is just a team that I cannot trust. It'll yeah. be close because it's always close. I don't like the Chargers to win this game, and I've also got the Cowboys on my live alert for this exact reason. I won't be surprised if they go up early, but I'll be very surprised if the Chargers win that football game. All uh, right, so, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, again, that. that's a that's a that's a a four way money line parlay. It's Niners which should be easy. Lions will be in a dog fight, but I think they beat uh, Baker in the butts. And then I've got uh, the Rams in a bounce back and the Cowboys in a bounce back. Uh, plus 457. I like it a lot. AP, tracked bet number two. Track net bet number two. I got to do that again. <laughs> tracked bet number two. 
I'm jumping up. I'm going to plus 762. Woo! Um, Let's go, baby! Five-way parlay, which I will say, I'm going to read out this bet, and then I'm going to adjust based off based off that take because I don't I don't hate what you're saying. I, I I'm I'm speaking in circles. I'm going to read off my bet. I've got a, a five-way parlay money line. Yep. I've got the Bears, I've got the Jags, I've got the Dolphins, Eagles, Chargers. I will say I do not disagree with what you're saying on the Chargers. I also I, I do hate their coaching staff. In my head, it's like what wins out? Is it the coaching staff? Is it the talent? Because they do have a disgusting amount of talent. And if they can't get it together, that is just sad. But to your point, Dallas falls into this pattern, I've noticed, where they get blown out, they do the blowing out. They get blown out, they do the blowing out. And they're, you know, I can't imagine that playing under Jerry Jones is anything but difficult. So he's just like one of those guys that I imagine picks up the phone when he's like really, you know, feeling himself late at night and leaves some sort of lengthy... Yeah, leave some sort of lengthy voicemail on Dak Prescott's phone. Don't let me down, Dak. Something like that. I don't know. So maybe I, you I should be Jerry Jones for Halloween because that was that that <laughs> <laughs> that voice was pretty spot on. We could do a whole uh, podcast. I'll that. just do the pod from from a from a yacht in a diaper. Just yeah. Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah, yiper dot episode. Yiper dot. I, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna oh, see what the odds diaper are. Yacht. I... Did I say yiper dot? No, I thought you said it on purpose. I like y- Yiper Dot. No, that was a that was a mess up. But Yiper Dot's not bad. Okay, moving I'm, on. We're off. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna I'm gonna update really quick. If if you are to take if you like this bet, but you like Dallas more, I want to see what the line is. To yeah, just pull them out. Just pull them. Yeah. out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because seven sixty two. This is kind of what we've learned on this pod is like, and we already we kind of already knew this. Vegas was built on parlays and favorites. Uh, yeah. We we know that, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the team, it's like a minus 450 team, and you say, oh, there's no way they lose, and you put your fucking mortgage on it, and they lose. Um, and they or, or it's like, and then the next week, it's like, I need to make it all back, so you throw a fucking plus 800 parlay in there, and three out of or four hit, and you lose, right? So uh, adjusting any of these is always an option. It's always yeah. an option. Plus 762 is a big bet. It's Bears, Jags, Dolphins, Eagles, Chargers. Um, I guess the conversation we're having now is taking that down just to Bears, Jags, Dolphins, Eagles. And oh, no, adding the, adding Dallas in, swapping oh, Dallas. Oh, it's just swapping those two, just swapping yeah. those two but keeping it a money yeah. line. It's not going to affect it too much. I think that probably brings it to like plus 700. Um, maybe plus six, eight or plus six eighty ish, right? Because it's just it's minus it's changing a a plus one twenty-five underdog for a minus one thirty-five uh favorite. So it shouldn't shift things too much. Now, here's one that's just gonna blow everybody's mind. It's the triple dog dare you parlay. It starts on Thursday night. I said I wouldn't do it. I lied. I'm doing it. Broncos money line. Okay. (sighs) Not only do I think they cover the 10 and a half, I think they win the game outright. I think they shocked the world in a divisional shit fight, just like we saw with the Steelers and the Ravens last week where no one gave the Steelers a chance because they're not a very good football team, somehow still atop their division. Um, I think the Broncos have a chance. I think the Broncos have a chance, and here's a few reasons why. I want you to go back to to, uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle. Okay. Now I want you to take, I want you to, to take that Russell Wilson and transplant him to the mile high city. I think our guy is better at sea level. I think our guy is better in a loud stadium. And what do we have in Kansas city? I mean, it's not exactly sea level, but it's definitely lower than Denver. We've got an atmosphere. He's more comfortable in and a temperature. He's more comfortable in in a position he's more comfortable in. And I just really like Russell Wilson in the Broncos against the Kansas City Chiefs team that doesn't really seem to get up for teams that aren't very good. We saw a close game against the Jets. We saw a close game against the Vikings. I think we'll see a close game against the Broncos, and I won't be surprised if the Broncos win this game. Broncos money line. Titans money line. 
Commanders money line plus 2,991. All right. Broncos, Titans, Commanders, all money lines, triple dog dare you parlay plus 2,991. I fucked that up. 2,991. That's my final bet. It's the triple dog dare you parlay. And if you tail it, you're going to be a happy camper. Mark my words, Broncos money line. Friend, number three. Number three. Um, I had a thought on that bet and now I forgot it. Oh, I don't Gone think you're wrong wind. about I don't think I don't think you're wrong about Russell Wilson, but I also don't think Russell Wilson is shockingly. I don't think he's the problem. So maybe this is the game. Maybe this is the game that Sean Payton gets it together, pulls out an FU win. I'm I would like to see the Broncos win personally, but we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe I'll tell you on it. Um, bet number three, a little bit of a hodgepodge. I need to start naming my bets like you're naming your bets, <laughs> but a little bit of a hodge hodgepodge. We're going plus eight. Hodgepodge parlay. You just named it. Hodgepodge parlay. There it is. Great. Just did it. Just did it. This is why this is why I, I need you around to to bring out the genius in me. Um yeah. plus plus 875. I'm going Hopkins anytime touchdown. I think he's finally getting his groove. Um, I think him alone it's at like plus 110, and that's not gonna stay there. So um DeAndre Hopkins anytime TD. I'm taking the Seahawks or the yeah, the Seahawks Cincinnati game over. The over is currently at 45. I don't think that line is going to stay there. I think it's going to go up. Um, taking the game over, Bills team over, which is currently at 29 and a half. Again, they're going to blow the brakes to quote you off the Giants. And you know that's a easy three way parlay for plus 875. It's long odds. It's absolutely yeah. long odds. Uh, yeah. And those are attract bets for the week. Long as they may be, if you hit one of them. You're eating filet on Monday night, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. You're maybe you're getting surf and turf. Maybe you're throwing a lobster tail in there. I prefer the claws. Some people like the tails. Um, speaking of tails, you need to start tailing my live alerts because they're the only bets that are hitting. And once again, it saved my week because the Patriots, who could be the worst team in the NFL, go down 21-0 after a pick six with 10 minutes left in the second quarter. And the over-under balloons to 48.5 at minus 110. I said it last week. I gave you my game script. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pound this over-under if the Patriots and Saints game gets to 44.5, goes four points higher with 10 minutes left in the second quarter to 48.5, and, and I was a man of my word, and I put 10 units on it to win 10 wow. units, right? That was to win amount. Uh, so it was 1,100 to win 1,000. I was not shook. When I saw Mac Jones, you know, throw that pick, I said, this is the only way this bet doesn't work is if there's another strip sack fumble and another pick six, because the Saints offense is not very good. And the Pats yeah. are not going to score in this football game. Three yeah. points in, in two games, three points in eight quarters of football. That is the New England Patriots this year. And I will be taking their team total and game unders moving forward for the rest of the year. Uh, they're just not very good. If Bailey Zappi gets in there, I might eat my words because that is my guy, and it is Zappi hour here in New England. But moving forward, if you tailed my live alert, you won a ton of cash. I've got a lot more this week that I really like. Uh, I'm just going to hop right into them. Lions money line. If I see that Lions money line, if I see that go to plus 150, I'm all over it. Uh, this is a Baker Mayfield and the Butts team that's coming off a bye, and I get that. Uh, but I really like the Lions. I really, I, I, I believe that if there's another team in the NFC, like Cinderella story style, that could kind of shock some people, it might be the Detroit Lions. 
They've got pretty much all the pieces, really solid defense, uh, game game changers on defense on the edges, and Jared Goff looks decent. So, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown can can take a slant to the house, decent running attack. It's just like they're a pretty well-rounded team. If Dan Campbell doesn't completely fuck it up, they should be in the playoffs and they should have a shot. Um, and I, and I believe that they'll have a shot in this game and they are the comeback kids. This game will be decided by one score or less. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. I like the lions plus plus one fifty on the live alert. If you can find them, got that out before my sneeze. Let's go baby. Uh, with that being said, I like the Cowboys money line at plus 200 as well. Why? Because the chargers will score, but they will blow the lead. So if you can get the Chargers at plus 200, I'm all over that. And yes, I'm going back to the well because I've got the Broncos and everything else. I might as well take them on the live alert. Kansas City scores quick. They might even go up 14-0. They might go up 10-0. They might go up 14-0. We might see a real tough start to this game, but I believe the Broncos will make it close give me the broncos at plus 17 and a half if i can get that around even money i am all over it those are my live alerts for week six it's lions money line at plus 150 cowboys money line at plus 200 broncos plus 17 and a half and that is dd's live alerts ap who are you tracking live this week i'm flipping the lions i'm flipping the lions oh. live alert on its head i'm taking the bucks plus 150 money line if you can take it and i will tell you why I was in Florida this this weekend. I did some boots on the ground research. Wow. And I haven't seen any local Baker endorsements yet. He has not <laughs> won the blue collar businessman over just yet. Just yet. Fair Which enough. means that he still has something to prove. And I, I do agree. I think this will be a one score game. But I think if the Bucks money line goes to plus 150, Baker's been doing well. The Bucks have been doing well. They haven't been perfect. The Lions are a better team, but that Baker grit, that Baker magic, he still needs a, a, a solid win to solidify his spot in Tampa. The wins that they've had, um, it really hasn't been, they've been over. Ugly. Yeah. And it hasn't been over a team that they can't beat. And I'm not saying that they can't beat the Lions, but mm, I don't know. I, I, if they can get this win, I think it's going to be a perspective and morale shift for the city of Tampa Bay. Um, so I'm taking the bus. If you can get the money line at plus 150, I think that Baker spirit comes out. Let them bake. I think they get it done. Um, second let live Baker alert. Bake. Let Baker bake. Second live alert of the week. It's it's more of a it's more of a, a notion that I'm taking into some of these games. Um, the Pats game being one of them, but some of these games where you don't really know, you know, who's going to win or, or where the line's going to fall. I'm paying attention to the momentum in the first half and first time score, the first team to score. For example, um, let's just pick, let's just pick a fun, we'll do the Pats. So the Pats, Pats Raiders, Pats, Pats Raiders, four or five game in Vegas. So in Vegas, what I've noticed with with um, my live betting so far this season is that you start at 0-0, first team that scores, the spread automatically goes to 7.5. Got to win by at least one touchdown. If you're watching that Patriots game and the live alert, the, the spread is just 7.5, you hammer the team that scored, in this instance, the Raiders, to cover the spread. Now this doesn't work for every game. This is game. These are for games that are going to be blowouts. Giants game is another game. Oh, you're um, saying you're going the opposite way. So you're not saying take the points. You're saying lay the points. You're saying you're saying take take the favorite at seven and a half or take the underdog. Take the favorite at seven and a half to cover the spread. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because what happens is that that gap is only going to grow from there. And I've I've done. I, I've done a lot of experimenting in my live betting this season. And this is the pattern that I've noticed so far is that if you can hammer that spread right off the bat for the favorite at seven and a half, chances are for some of these games where it's just going to be a blowout, they're going to cover seven and a half. 
Um, this is called the trend is your friend. Uh, exactly. It was my dad's strategy in roulette where when you play roulette and there's a, there's a, a dealer that's just pounding a certain grouping, you want to fade the grouping because you're like, okay, well, mathematically, they're all going to even themselves out at some point, right? Because that's just what statistics will show. Yeah. The trend is your friend. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but it's like you're essentially saying this team not only was favored, but now is favored and I'm not afraid of the points. So the trend is your friend. They look to be the better team. They're at home. They scored first. In order for this to go the other way, they've got to have a complete collapse. Yeah. Um, and you're betting against a complete collapse. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And then, and then what you can do is you can continue to sprinkle on top of that as the gap widens, if you want, um, somewhere I did this a couple weeks ago was the Browns Ravens hammered the spread at seven and a half. It got up to 21 and a half. And I just kept peppering it because I knew mm. that the Browns without Deshaun Watson, we're not going to score it. They weren't going to come back from that game. And I cashed out, cashed out big on that one. So, um, yeah, that's that's my that's my live alert for this week. My live alert tip. And then we've got the Bucks money line at plus one fifty. Fair enough. While we're on the topic of the of the Patriots, who are just abysmal, um, we didn't do a cheat sheet last week. I'm just going to do one this week. It's more of a it's more of my own take. But if you are looking for something just to say in football conversation uh, that will definitely spark a potential argument or at least just <laughs> have people engaging in some sort of back and forth dialogue, football dialogue, Bill Belichick is an average head coach without cheating and Tom Brady. And I say this because if you look at all the all the allegations – and then you look at who's playing quarterback. Best of all time, greatest of all time, without doubt. No one even yeah. it's not like it's not like LeBron Michael here. It is without question greatest football player ever. Period. Yeah. Best ever. Several allegations of taping other teams, deflating balls, cheating across the board, right? Yeah. In yeah. several in several different areas and the greatest player of all time. Now, we've seen Bill without Tom for a pretty decent sample size. And he is an average coach without him. Yeah. So that's kind of my tip for anybody who wants to engage right now. It's kind of the hot. It's kind of the thing no one's talking about, especially if you're from New England, is yeah. at what point are we going to start putting some pressure on Bill? And I think uh, the answer is now. So that's your football cheat sheet quote of the week it's uh bill belichick is an average quarterback quarterback you know bill belichick you know, like is an this. average head coach without cheating in tom brady you know i like this a lot because this is something that i started to stir up in my new england household um with you know two two diehard patriots fans last week and let me tell you something it really gets some blood boiling um yeah. And, you know, you can even take it as far back as what is Bill's 2023 record doing to LeBron's legacy? You can pull in basketball. We've got NBA coming up. I know I've used this joke this season before, but it's too good. Um, but you can throw true. that in there. You can throw it's that true. in there. It's true. It, at what point does this become a Bill Belichick problem? He also this morning did say he is starting Matt Jones this week. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know oh, where his thoughts because not only that, Bailey Zappi isn't a bad option at all, but Malik Cunningham did amazing in the preseason. Throw his ass in there. Why? He's are you not sticking? even on the team. I believe he's not even on the team. I think he's on the practice squad, but I don't think he's signed okay. up yet. Right. Yeah, I think he signed back Malik Cunningham and Bailey Zappi to the practice squad in a defiant, I am sticking with Mac Jones this season move at the beginning of the season. Um, I do think Willie Cunningham's on the practice squad. I could be wrong, but um, yeah. I don't even I, know I, enough about the Patriots because they're not interesting enough for me to care about. I don't even know who the fucking, who, who the options are. Uh, what is, um? what is, I feel like, I feel like an honestly, like I could be an option at this point, like throw me out there. Like I always, I do. I legitimately feel like I could throw an NFL touchdown. If you gave me, if you gave me enough, chances i think i could throw a td 
And if you what? gave me four, if you gave me eight quarters, I think I could throw a TD. I'm just putting. I, I, I would take that bet. I think so I think too. I, I would take a, a a Devin Walker anytime touchdown. Passing, 14, not rushing, but fourteen picks, three broken bones, one TD. <laughs> what is um Bill Belichick's son's name again? The guy with the cutoffs, uh, and he's always chewing on his tongue. The mullet, the mullet guy yeah. with the with the lick clipping. I don't even know that guy's a. I don't know. I know nothing about him, uh, except it's, that he's it's annoying. time. It's time to put him in at this point. It's oh, time throw to him in there. Throw yeah. him in the mix. Yeah, yeah throw him yeah. in there. That's my um, cheat I don't even know his name, but that kid. It's yeah, time to get Belichick's son. <laughs> get his son up there. <laughs> yeah, get his son at quarterback. Yeah. Um, speaking of quarterbacks and ones that are bad, it's time for our girl dinner bets of the week. And I can't even believe, so you know how sometimes you're having your coffee and you're thinking about what bets you're going to put on the Betsy's podcast? Every Wednesday. Yeah. And then you look at your sheet, you start talking about it and you look at your sheet and you say to yourself, you are potentially fucked. Um, I'm reading this bet right now and I'm like, I'm either a genius or a fucking idiot. And I'm gonna rock with it because my girl dinner bet of the week is going back to your toxic ex. Again. 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 And it's Broncos plus ten and a half. It's Jerry Judy 50 plus receiving yards. Russell Wilson, two or more TDs in the over 47 and a half. Now the over should be no problem. Jerry Judy should be absolutely no problem. The issue here is going to be Russell yep. and the points. Plus mm-hmm. 10 and a half should be free. I've been saying it all podcast. Can Russell throw two touchdowns? Well, my answer is simple. All these things go together because if he doesn't throw two touchdowns, they don't cover the spread yeah. and, the over, and the over doesn't hit. Um, if he does, we got, you know, we got a, we got a chance here and I'm, I'm pulling up the odds right now because I had uh, unfortunately not published these. So Mike didn't have them to throw up there, but I've got them right here in my little situation. It's plus 600. It's plus 600 um, for the Broncos plus 10 and a half. Jerry Judy, 50 plus receiving yards, Russell Wilson, two or more TDs in the over 47 and a half Thursday night's a big night for me again. Again, last week it didn't work out. Week before it did work out. There's a trend happening. If I hit my Thursday night bet, I have a really good week. Um, That's very true because everything everything is riding on the Broncos. They're in three of my four bets. Well, you can't say you're not loyal. I, I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like another hodgepodge that you've got going on here. It's another hodgepodge. Another hodgepodge parlay. This is this girl dinner bet is. You're at the buffet. You don't know what you want. You get a little bit of everything. Sure. Um, it's a five-way. One, two, three, yes, four. Yes, it is. Five-way parlay. Five-way parlay. All right. I'm taking the Eagles money line, Bills money line, San Francisco money line, Pacheco anytime touchdown, mm. Russell Wilson passing over at 227 for love plus that. 475. Love, love one of the legs of that. <laughs> love your third love your thursday night option russell don't fail me now buddy don't do it to me and if Broncos you want, vision, let's ride <laughs> if Come you on. maybe i'll maybe i'll be russell wilson for halloween but like with the spoon and the hat yeah. um god that was so bad oh every time they lose and that that meme comes up it, you can't help but laugh it's too good if you want to make this girl dinner bet a three-dayer a, a football weekend special mm-hmm. sprinkle in the Raiders money line in there. I don't know what it puts you at. It's going to put you up a little bit more, probably somewhere in the five hundreds, I would guess. Cause we're already at four seventy five. Um, And then you've got it. Oh no, wait, the Raiders play on Sunday. Yeah. Who they plays play on, on Sunday. Who plays on uh, Monday? The Monday night game is. Oh, it's, it's chargers. Uh, Cowboys, 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 chargers. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to. Eckler anytime touchdown probably is where I would go there. That's one that I wanted to put in and it, and it does play to our, uh, it plays to our fantasy teams. 
Okay, all right, let's do that. If you want to make this a three-dayer, if you want to be dialed in from Thursday to Monday, your eyes do not leave the television screen, sprinkle mm -hmm. in an Eckler Anytime TD in there. Make it a six-way parlay over the course of the entire weekend, and you'll have yep. some fun. Three-day yeah. parlay. Three-day parlay. Classic. Yeah. It rhymes. It's electric. Your last uh, one hit. Your last three-day parlay hit. Yes, it did. And mm -hmm. it, it's a, I mean, it's a sweat. It absolutely is a sweat. And I need to go get my sweat. I need to sweat some of this coffee out of my system. Uh, that's going to do it for us. And for the first time in the history of the Betsy's podcast, we've kept it under an hour. Baby steps, <laughs> baby steps. We are at the one hour mark. It's electric. I'm Devin Walker. I'm Ashley Bren. You all are outstanding. Betsy's country. Let's ride. <laughs>